What's up, franchise fans? Welcome to Would You Like Franchise with that. This week, we watched the late 90s and early 2000s sci-fi epic, The Matrix, uh, The Matrix Revolutions, and The Matrix Reloaded. Uh, unfortunately, didn't actually record an episode because what good is a podcast? If you're unable to speak. everyone, welcome to the show. Joining me, Jack, as always, he's my good friend Cal. Hey! And my good friend Cole. Hey, guys. Cole, feeling a bit under the weather. Yeah, sorry if my voice is like um, a I, bit... I think you sound really sexy. <laughs> Thanks, Gion. Uh, I think you do too, mate. Uh, I'm sorry, my voice sounds a little bit husky today. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit under the weather. A little bit under the weather. Mm. It's like a, you've got like a... Like I've got a computer like, virus in me, right? <laughs> this is technically... What's wrong? So, this is the weather outside. Uh, a virus. A, a yeah. computer, computer virus. virus. Oh, my God. How good would The Matrix be if it had Jeff Goldblum in it? If Jeff Goldblum played... Morpheus. Ah. Uh-huh. I was going to say Neo, but yeah. He could Morpheus. do Morpheus, I think. Uh, take, take the, the uh, blue the, pill. The blue or, pill. Uh, uh, <laughs> or take the uh, red pill. Red, red, red. <laughs> Cole, can you do? No one could be cold. Uh, what the Matrix is? Cole, can you do the Matrix as, as Obama? Uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> the red pill. You stay here. Uh, the blue pill. You follow me down the rabbit hole. <laughs> no one can be told what the Matrix is. These folks around here. Uh, <laughs> these folks have had the wool pulled over their eyes. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what that was. Mm. It's a glitch in the Matrix. If it happened again, there would be. Mm. Anyway, so. <laughs> so yeah, we watched the Matrix trilogy. Big trilogy. Big, big old trilogy. It's to really, watch. It's probably. Is it the biggest trilogy that we've done? Uh or the biggest. You mean like the? Well, they're all trilo- all trilogies have three movies, right? But like the longest, <laughs> do you mean like the the longest or like the no, highest like grossing? The, like the or? biggest, like the yeah. most biggest. Ah, okay, Maybe yeah. it's not because most bombastic. I think it's um, not like people don't really generally talk about them in terms of all three of them. Mm. Like if you talk no. to someone about Back to the Future, you talk yeah. about all three of them. about the Star trilogy. Wars, yeah. Star Wars, Whereas yeah. the Matrix, people it's like there's the Matrix and then there's those two yeah. shit movies that came yeah. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you talk about um, Back to the Future, it's like one, two, really. Yeah, you don't you don't give right the third. I no. can never remember which one is which. Uh, the third one is Wild Wild West. Wild the West. second one they go to the Jim future, but right. everyone thinks that's the whole movie. But that only happens in the first twenty minutes. Most of it's spelt, spent in alternate reality, nineteen eighty five, mm. with with evil Biff. Mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, but Back to the Future Two is the one that has maybe one of my favorite lines of all time. Is it manure? No, no, it's uh, McFly, you bojo. <laughs> What about um, make like a tree and get out, <laughs> butthead? Um, Hoverboards really like- don't walk on water unless you got power. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. You would so be one of those greasers. Yeah. I um, 
I really like how much alternate reality 1985 is like current reality Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. And, and will be say, even more. Wasn't there a joke in Back to the Future about Trump being president? Uh, I think that's yeah. I'm not there sure was a that's Rage him. Against the Machine video from 1999 where there's a joke about Trump Trump being president. Loosely related. <laughs> 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 uh, well, even so, though yeah. So yeah, no, I think this is probably the biggest franchise we've done. Mm. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I looked up the, the how much they all grossed. It went four hundred for the so, first one. Four hundred for the first one, yeah. and then it jumps up to like seven hundred, mm. and then it goes back down Way to like four hundred or five hundred or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good, but yeah. um, obviously there's something wrong with the third movie. Yeah, well, there's a pretty stark. No, I reckon there was something wrong with the second movie. Yeah, and that's definitely. Why people didn't go to see the third one. Mm, I think. I think what's wrong with it is it it sort of is just one movie. The first Matrix movie is a great standalone movie. Yeah. Mm. But then it's like Matrix part... Th- the second movie should be like Matrix Reloaded part one and then it's Matrix Reloaded part two yeah. almost. Like the whole to-be-continued thing in the end, there's no... Yeah. Well, let's get to all that in a second. But um, as you said, do you want to tell us a little bit about what happens in uh, this excellent standalone first Matrix movie? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Keanu Reeves plays Thomas. Settle in everyone because it's yeah, complex. Yeah, I've skipped over a lot, but I'm assuming everyone knows the plot. Yeah, um, but also I haven't skipped over much. <laughs> Can you read it? Well, at I one- can't remember what I wrote, so let's, <laughs> let's find out. Can you read it at one point three speed? What? Damn your cipher! Anyway, Thomas A. Anderson is living two lives. During the day, he's a mild-mannered computer programmer who sticks to himself and helps his landlady take out the garbage. (laughs) But at nighttime, uh, he's a reality-questioning computer hacker called Neo, which is an anagram for one. Oh. And also Eno. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Eno. At night, he's he's an experimental composer, Brian Eno. (laughs) Isn't Eno like one of those... um, Kind of like stomach relaxing, kind of bubbly uh, things. You know, the, the, the little little powder, and you put it in a thing, and it, make, it relaxes your stomach. Uh, I've not heard of it. No idea. Eno, Brian Eno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, night after night, he asks the question, "What is the Matrix?" Uh, when a group of leather, leather fetish loving hackers approach Neo, he is targeted by. Uh, some agents led by Hugo Weaving as Mr. Smith. These men in black take Neo into custody and ask him to spill the beans on the terrorist known as Morpheus. Neo gives the men in black the finger and they magic his mouth off and put an electronic prawn in his belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Neo wakes up. It was all a dream. Or was it? Uh, Morpheus arranges to meet Neo Neo decides that he wants to see just how deep the rabbit hole goes. He buckles his seatbelt, Dorothy, because Kansas is going <laughs> bye-bye. Did you write any of this yourself for this rearranged script? After listening to some cryptic gook, uh from Morpheus, he takes a pill and wakes up in the real world, which looks like H.R. Geiger's wet dream. 
Um, he has weird tubes sticking all out of him and there's robots everywhere. He probably has tubes up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think he definitely does. And one on his doodle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his doodle is probably fucked, right? <laughs> I, got a, I got a bone to pick with this movie and that. You got a bone to pick and it's Neo's. <laughs> you know the scene when they're, when they're rebuilding Neo's muscles? They're mm. like, you're, you're a doodle. <laughs> We're rebuilding your doodle. <laughs> You've never, said, you, you've, never used it. you've never used it before. <laughs> well, I'm going to use it now. Uh, <clears throat> he, oh, sorry. Do you want to go into your bone? No, no, no. no. I've finished your yeah, okay. synopsis. Yeah. Uh, so he's taken on board the future spaceship, the Nebuchadnezzar, and all is explained. The year is sometime in the future, and robots have enslaved mankind and put their brains in computer program to use them as a power source. Uh, there are a few people left who are rebelling against the machines, uh, but they have their work cut out for them. Agents are super powerful computer programs who can take on the form of anyone, even ladies in red dresses. Uh, but what's more, Morpheus thinks Neo is the one, mankind's last hope. Neo thinks he's got a pop! <laughs> <laughs> After downloading a bunch of kung fu into Neo's brains, the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar take him to see the Oracle, who tells him that he is not the one, even though he totally is the one. Mm. Uh, Cypher, one of the crew dudes, betrays Morpheus after being promised a lifetime supply of juicy, delicious steak. Um, he uh, <laughs> kills a lot of the other crew members, uh, and one of them goes, Not like this. <laughs> not like not this. Like this. I've got an interesting point to say something about that. But anyway, keep going. And then there's another bit where they go, Believe it or not, you're still going to burn. <laughs> Which is another bit that I like. <laughs> um, Morpheus is captured and it's up to Neo and Trinity to save them. Stocked up with guns, a lot of guns. They shoot the shit out of a lobby in sweet slow motion. Neo manages to get Morpheus and Trinity back to the real world, but must face off against Mr. Smith in a sweet fight scene in a train station. Uh, there's another really cool chase scene. Smith kills Neo, <laughs> um, but he's totally the one and comes back to life. And then he like dives into Smith's chest and blows him up. And then he's all like... And then he goes on the phone and he freezes the computer program and then he flies off into the closing credits music at the end. I feel like this movie was a very big part of your life. Like a very, like a very, there was like a three or four year period where this movie took up a lot of your spare time. Ah, uh, that's a safe assumption, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it did for me as well. Did you play the PS2 game? No, I didn't. No. Okay, yeah, I did that. Um, ha- did you guys own this on VHS or DVD? No, uh, VHS, no. yeah. Yeah, I don't have VHS. No, I I kind of came to it late. <laughs> why? I know. I didn't like. I didn't sort of see it at cinemas or anything. Really? Yeah. Don't know why. This blew my fucking mind yeah. at the cinemas. Yeah, I'll bet it did. Mm. Um, my favorite thing about the first Matrix, and it's it's incredible. Mm. But there are so many reasons why it shouldn't be. Why this shouldn't be a, a big budget. No, like, just why, why the story why, makes no just sense why it or something. Be, why it should it should be shit. There's a lot of things. Right. There's a lot of dumb stuff in it. Yeah, but like the whole 
the whole leather, leather trench coat stuff. aesthetic and glasses. Because it's inside. funny, because like all the reasons that it could have gone bad, like you see what that looks like in the next two. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> You're like, oh, exactly. wait, this is really, really dorky. <laughs> but there's like, there's that whole aesthetic and it's so, the story's so complex and like this Keanu Reeves is the complex. star. Yeah, yeah. Who <laughs> like, saw well, that Yeah, coming. yeah, yeah. He's not very um, engaging. But I think one of the main reasons it shouldn't have gone forward is the terrible idea behind the harvesting of humans. Like- I love the fact that we're all jacked into this computer program, mm. but the reason why we're jacked in, which is the harvesting of our energy, mm. doesn't make sense to me. To turn you into this. It's like, I've studied yeah. electrical engineering <laughs> in the, for the last In this movie, we obey life. the laws of thermodynamics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I had it. Yeah. So, like, even, even if you can suck energy out of people's brains or whatever to power your um, robot nation, mm. surely there are other more docile animals that would generate more electricity. Like There are so or many whales. better ways of doing it. I Just this- wind power. Think yeah, about yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. any sort of renewable. Well, they fried the skies. They, they, well, they scorched the skies. We're not sure who scorched the skies. Wait, no, they, they do know who. We're not sure we who struck, struck first. first. Yeah. But we know that we scorched the skies. Um, I think this whole thing has been addressed. Originally, it was that human brains were used for processing power rather than energy. But the studio thought that would be too complex in an, too like complex a concept in an already very complex movie. So I got changed to batteries, which was a bit more simple because they could just be like, here's a battery, copper top, et cetera. Copper top. So processing power of what? What are they trying to process? They're using their, they're basically using their brains as, 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 the, As organic computer space? So, yeah, something. Oh, is, that why we, like hard drive. is that why we only use 10% of our brains? Because 90% is used by... <laughs> <laughs> used by... Uh, yeah. Yeah, by the, the Matrix. Machine City. 90% is RAM. Machine City! It's like cloud computing is like... You can rent out some, some space in your brain. Mm. It's pretty cool. Yeah. For um a movie mm. that's set in the, like, the future or whatever... They didn't go very wireless. Like the robot city's got a lot, a lot of wires, a lot of cables, mainly going on people's butts. <laughs> nah, the Sentinels are pretty wireless. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess so. Mm. They're pretty wily. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, so, did you guys like the Matrix? <laughs> yeah, the Matrix is rad. It's my. I, oh, is it your favorite? I think it. It's so I. I had two movies. Um, on VHS that I would play probably once a week yeah. when I was like between the ages of 13 and 16. Yeah. And it was Terminator 2, Judgment Day mm. and The Matrix. Mm. And I don't, uh, it's really hard to say which one I like more. Mm. Probably. Okay. So I had The Matrix on VHS <laughs> yeah. and I also had The Matrix soundtrack on the CD. Right. So wow. I pro- it's probably falling into The based Matrix. On, based, based on merchandise alone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did you like put the Matrix soundtrack on and then do like Smith moves or like did you, have a, did you have a trench coat? back onto your bed? No, I didn't have a uh. trench coat. I think maybe I'm more, like the Matrix. <laughs> did you have a leather cat suit like Trinity? I had those glasses that had no. Um, oh, did you? No. I didn't. <laughs> did you have a phone that goes clink and I, slides out? Yeah, I, I took a lot of blue pills. <laughs> Can um, I just mention that you guys both have. Jumpers on that you 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 look like you could be no Jax looks like he could be in the Matrix. He just needs to fray the front up a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they all wear jumpers like those. 
Yeah. But a little bit more afraid. <clears throat> a bit more for This one's a bit loose. But everyone outside of the Matrix wears like the same leather. thing. So my, but inside- my, my theory about why they all wear leather when they're in the Matrix is because in the real world, there are no animals, so there's no leather. So they just really miss it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that whenever they go back to the Matrix, they're just like, I'm just, I'm just wearing all leather, man. Yeah. <laughs> Remember leather? How good was that? I'm just going to wear so much leather. It seems really, like, really not breathable when you're doing Kung Fu, though. It seems- when, when Cypher wants to get back into the Matrix, it's just to wear leather. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be something important. Like, like an actor. Like or, I don't or know. Someone loves to be wearing a lot of leather. An actor or a leather baron. <laughs> what if you saw me important? Like a leather salesman. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, the fashion is pretty terrible. And uh it's but I love it. Like mm. I love that it's it's so not mainstream. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's and it is all like the fashion is, um, I guess I, I can't remember what it was like at the time, but looking yeah. back on it, you kind of think of a like how people people in real life started wearing trench coats after the Matrix. Came yeah, out. it was kind of like, but like it's one of those things that's, that's dumb yeah. when you look at it, but it all fits together so well. Nerdy teenage boys the world over discovered trench coats yeah. and sunglasses yeah. <laughs> because of this movie. Yeah. But it all just like. It, it all just fits together so nicely. Yeah, I mean, they they do make it seem like, you know, this real kind of underworld of, mm. Uh, mm. you know, leather-wearing hackers. Yeah. It's a silly, silly movie, but it just, I don't know. It doesn't feel silly. When I, I was watching it again, for like, this week, and I don't know how many times I've seen this movie. I, I've probably seen it. it. It'd be in the 20s. Yeah, yeah. At least. And I can't tell, like, if my love for the movie, like, how much of it is nostalgia and how mm. much, like, I can't separate it yeah. at all at this point. Like, every line was just like, yeah! Yes, I remember this! <laughs> I remember yeah. And it, like, takes you right it's back like to Jurassic Saturday Park. Afternoon. It's like Jurassic Park. It's like Terminator. I don't think it is because I, I've seen it maybe three or four times. Yeah. Um, and didn't, yeah, didn't remember it word for word. Mm. And I still think it's great. Like it is great. This time, I was like, "This is great." I would go this home and watch great. it again tonight. Like, yeah. I fucking loved it, and mm-hmm. I I watched it with a friend of the podcast, uh, Nick Tarras. Oh, in his theater. Yeah. Um, Fancy boy, Nick Tarras. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, like we uh, we work together, so we often get a little bit like delusional towards the end of the day, especially if we're working on like kind of copywriting stuff all mm. day, really marketing-y sounding mm. stuff and just start like quoting the Matrix to each yeah. other. So it was really <laughs> fun just like <laughs> seeing the movie that we quote to each other almost every day. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Mm. Yeah, I didn't write that many notes because I was enjoying it so much. Yeah, I didn't write notes for any of these movies because yeah. I was just like so <clears throat> fucking into it. But um, and I also think it is one of those things that anything that's going to have been said about the Matrix has already kind of been said. Yeah, many sure. Times over. Um. Hmm. Yeah. Fetishes. Putting what? <laughs> putting cords up in your brain. Yep. I had a question about the Matrix. Uh. The the basis for the Matrix, right? You know, if you find someone in the Matrix and you hook up with them, yeah. Do wait. What do you mean hook up? If you 
have a child with this person. Oh, right. They're real and you're real. Yeah. Right. What if they're in a completely other side of the planet, like the real world? Are you talking about the baby that you make? The baby you make is going to look like both of you. Yeah. So, So how do they- That's my question as well, because it's like, I would have assumed that they, they're just making babies. Right. Yeah. And then they, um, in the matrix would make the baby like mm. look like, you know, it had been equal in, parts, in, but it doesn't really matter what the baby actually mm. looks like IRL. Print the residual self image. Yeah. The residual self image. So why does everyone actually look like what they think they look like? Yeah. Also, mm. uh, why doesn't, uh, the, 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 uh, computers just like, Cut their spinal columns and stuff. So, like, surely they don't need to <laughs> like snip their ankles. Or yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, hostel those guys. That's true. Where, which ones? The people in the Matrix. Why don't they just like, uh, you know, clip their nerves so they can't actually move IRL? Because <laughs> does, um, does because it, they need they, they need they Zion? need they they the people who they let out or the people who get out mm. they let out because for the Matrix to work. Oh. There needs to be a certain percentage of them who but this is- who reject it. All right, mm-hmm. and so so they let. Yeah, them I didn't out. get any of that stuff. This, this is all coming from the speech that the architect gives at the end of the second yeah, one. The speech the architect gives and like hours of googling over the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks to try and figure it out. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to have you explain right. that to me. <laughs> I I watched that, but by the time like I so I watched the first mm. two movies back to back at Nick's place, and by the time the second one was on, it was like two thirty a.m. Yeah, yeah. oh, you and, watched one and two together. Yeah, yeah and it was like the architect was speaking, but I I wasn't yeah. picking up what yeah. he was putting down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They make it very hard to understand what he's saying. I right? think they and do that was- intentionally, like vis a vis. Therefore, concordantly, uh, yeah. you are an anomaly. An anomaly, anomaly, anomaly. Look over there. But that's an interesting, another interesting difference between, I'm sure we'll talk more about the difference between the first one and the second two in a little bit, but the first one is reasonably confusing. I don't think it is. And I remember going to see it at, when I was like, how old would we have been in 1999? About 13. 13. Going to see it, like, um, I went to the movies to see it, uh, and my friends had already seen it, so, like... I remember going by myself and just oh, fucking- Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah. I fucking blew my mm. fucking head off. Um, and then talking to people at school about it and everyone being like, oh, it's really confusing. Like, I don't know what was going on. And mm. I didn't really- under- It's pretty simple, right? Like, it's a, it's a really simple hero's yeah. journey kind of story. Like, um, there's the, the- The hero's quest is put out. There's a mysterious, like, new world that is opened up. He- Reality isn't reality, sure, but that's a pretty like you know sci-fi trope. Um, yeah, maybe he's a chosen one. He needs to discover his power, and then like it's what's complicated about it. I think Smith's motivation is maybe the only thing that I thought was semi interesting. Get out! I must get free. But yeah, I didn't find it. I didn't find it complicated. The second and third get inexorably. You know, more complicated. You know, Mikey, like the public transport, yeah, system. <laughs> to this day, it's more complicated than the Matrix. <laughs> to this day, every time I hear Mikey, I hear Agent Smith in my head going, "And in this mind is the key, Mikey." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Mikey's in Morgan's <laughs> mind. Remember to touch on your Mikey. Mikey. Every time I feel I've somehow been infected by it. I love this movie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> watching it, um, I, I had like a similar moment to Neo, I think, when he's pulled out of the Matrix. Or when he's put back in and... <laughs> When you showed us VR, Callan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that moment for me was like, whoa, you know, that yeah. was yeah. genuinely a moment that I, I don't think I'll forget. Yeah, and if you yeah. die in VR, you die IRL. Yeah. I feel like that was the equivalent of being plugged back into the Matrix into like your own little program. It's like mm. yeah. load up Kung Fu Master mm. game. Also, um, like, so I know they all want to be free or whatever, but like if you had the choice to live in the Matrix or the real world- Live in the Matrix, right? Depends on how good you are in the Matrix. I suppose so, but like Matrix is quite a lot better. It's, <laughs> it's comfortable. Well, this is the this is the thing that comes out in the second one. This yeah. will become clear when I explain the second and third ones. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, you know, I do, they do address that with mm. Cipher wanting to. Um, yeah, he wants to go back get in. plugged back in. If you had that option. I would, I would rather be like a billionaire. But, uh, also, back in why can't anyone be told what the Matrix is? Why do they have to experience it for themselves? Why can't they say? Why can't he say? Okay, so here's the deal. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is not real. Mm. Uh, we live in the future, uh, and we wear all this like clawed mouse looking clothes, mm. and it's really cold and smelly, and we eat goop, um, <laughs> a big old ball of snot. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that this. Movie doesn't do it as much as the second and third, but there are a lot of questions that can be answered. Yeah. But it just keeps you the mystery going a little bit more yeah. and like makes yeah. Morpheus seem like more of a mysterious character. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, the second and third just get, take it to another level. The mm. sort of rhetorical question or question without an answer sort of. Yeah. Speak. And I, I, yeah, I think we'll probably <clears throat> wrap this up soon, but I, I think the ending of the first one. Is such a good ending for a standalone movie. Mm. Like, I don't think anything that they could have shown me in the subsequent movies would kind of like live up to the yeah. way that it yeah. ended. Yeah. Like, as soon as you start seeing Neo like actually flying around, yeah, yeah. it's so much less impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, do you guys have anything else to say about Matrix 1.0? Um, just that the Oracle seems like should be really annoying to. Have a chat with. What about those fucking kids <laughs> bending all your spoons? <laughs> oh, the, the other thing I wanted to say is um, there's a lot of Australian actors mm. in it. You yeah. notice that kid who's yeah. the, the bending spoons yeah, kid. Yeah. He's got like such a thick Australian accent. Mm. Yeah. There is no spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey. Okay, so this is how much in, into the Matrix I was when I was a kid. Yeah. I made myself a T-shirt. When I was 16, wow. and that had a, a picture of a, on the front, it had a picture of a plate and a knife and a fork. And on the back, it just said, there is no spoon. <laughs> you made that t-shirt. Yeah, I made that wow. t-shirt. Because so I was a nerdy kid. Yeah. What do you mean you made Did you like? Oh, I got like iron-on transfer yeah, yeah, yeah. and made it. Um, did you come up with that? Yeah, I just thought it was funny. I don't yeah. know. I was nerdy film geek. Mm. Um, and I was walking around Sunshine Coast <laughs> uh, at like, I don't know, maybe like one o'clock in the morning. Mm. Uh, 
And this junkie sees my shirt and thinks that it's like some sort of like judgmental anti-heroin oh, shirt. Oh, he thought you were the bourgeoisie. Yeah, like he oh thought I don't God. I think he was making some link between like, you know, like heating up junk on a spoon. Oh, right. And like I don't know, but he yeah, just took some nice. real offense to my shirt and started like fucking chasing oh, me down the street. <laughs> so um, where did it say there is no spoon? On the so back of On the back of the shirt. So if so you- by running away you were insulting him further. <laughs> but the joke was there's a knife fork and a plate and there is no spoon. Yeah. Like and yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, maybe he lost a spoon or something. Mm. I I don't even know why. I think he just he was, he was just yeah. a junkie. He just flipped really, out. My really my funny. it broke his mind. Yeah. <laughs> my shirt <laughs> broke his mind, and he chased me down the street. <laughs> mm. uh, well, on that note, should we take a wee little break and then come back and talk about the Matrix Reloaded? Yeah. <laughs> The Matrix Reloaded is the second one. Mm-hmm. I titled my notes The Matrix Revolutions mistakenly. <laughs> yeah, I actually did the same thing. Did you? So I didn't I didn't, I didn't write a synopsis for this. Um, as far as I can tell, nothing really happens in this movie except they find out that the the machines are mining towards Zion. Yeah, Machines that's true. are coming. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So Agent time. Agent Smith didn't die at the end of the first one. He came back, and now he's got superpowers to turn everyone into Agent Smiths. Mm-hmm. And that the machines are mining towards Zion. Yes. And that the the one is oh, and that like the Matrix is full of computer programs. Yep. Yeah. That are people, but they're computer programs as well. Yep. Um, and there's a guy called the Merovingian. Yep. And I don't really understand who he is or what he wants. <laughs> he, but he's got like black market a, dude, and he's got a wife. Yep, Persephone, Monica Bellucci, Monica Bellucci. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a car chase. Yep. So essentially, this movie's hard to synopsize <laughs> because the second two Matrixes were written as one movie, but then I believe the studio wanted to split them into two. Right. That's what I was so, saying. So nothing really, there's no real beginning, middle and end to the second one. No. But if you look at the last two together, um, without all the fluff, there's a reasonably coherent story from beginning, middle to the end. And someone, I haven't seen it yet, but someone has done- A the fan Matrix, edit? Yeah. Oh, Matrix really? uh, re- de Designized or something? Oh. So they take out a lot of the stuff about Zion. Yeah. Um, and they, they compress it down to basically the length of one movie. And yeah, I love those fan edits. There used to be a really great site that like specialized in doing that, uh, and it got taken down. Oh, really? There was one that I really wanted to watch, which was like the 80-minute cut of Peter Jackson's King Kong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted this thing. Isn't I, that three? I may have been talking about this already, but like, um, so for DVDs to come out, and they've got like the watch it again cut, so like say like uh, say yeah. like Interstellar for example yeah. or not Interstellar um what's that other one with the dreaming guys uh, Inception Inception the first time <laughs> the I watched Matrix the, the Matrix <laughs> the Matrix and Inception actually have a lot in common anyway um <laughs> well no in that they spend the first half of the movie explaining the rules yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they spend the second half of the movie doing the rules yeah uh but yeah like watching it again a second time. I don't need to sit through all that stuff where they're explaining mm. it. I know that already. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an out. Idea. 
<laughs> Jewish DVDs came out with a watch it every week of your life when you're 13 to 16 mode. Yeah, just the, like the good bits mm. edit. Mm. Or, you know? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Or you could just watch everything at one point through yeah. your speed. <laughs> just really zip through it. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, the main conceit of the second one is that Neo finds out that the concept of Zion, which is where all the people who've gotten out of the Matrix, where they all live, mm. deep in their underground sex orgy rave cave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, uh, that's built as a system of another system of control by the machines. Yeah. Because the machines, the, they've made the Matrix th- three or four times or something. Yeah. First one was Utopia. Didn't work. No one accepted it. Yeah. Second one was Hell. Didn't Where work. Where everyone no would be happy. Yeah. Entire Third- cross were blast. Yeah. <laughs> Third one was somewhere in between, but still didn't quite work. The fourth one finally worked because they gave people the choice to accept it or not accept it. So I don't understand, like, how did it not work? Did people just die? Don't know. Don't, yeah, I don't know. Don't so know. when they say, like, entire crops were lost, is it like people Their were just like, I'm too happy. <laughs> no, people might have just been like, I don't believe that this, <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> You know, like, no. <laughs> you, like that? <laughs> yeah, essentially, that's what. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so Jack, explain, yes. explain yes. to me this. Who is the Merovingian? Don't, don't know. Theory online that he was a previous one, because uh-huh. the cycle really? of the one has happened a bunch of times. But before. he's a program, right? Yeah, uh, this is a program. He's uh, a very yeah. powerful program. <clears throat> okay. Uh, he's also, there's also, uh, he's like Smith in that he was a program, but then yeah. was exiled for being not useful or uh-huh. corrupt. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. he was, yeah, pushed out of the matrix, but then came back in. Yeah. But I don't know exactly. So, yeah. The- I think he's just like become the mob boss almost. Like he's- Worked his way up to what the is top. He, what does he want and why does he care about Neo and what- Power. He wants is, more power. What does Neo want in the second one? I don't think Neo even knows what he wants. What happened- Okay, so there's the key master. Mm. It's that little dude with all yeah. the keys and yeah. he can like turn regular doors into doors to other places, right? Mm. Uh-huh. What, what's the deal with him? So, I think he is a guy who can- um, alter the code of the matrix on the fly. Kind of similar to the way Neo can, but he can do it in this very specific way. Right. Um, yeah, what was he actually used for? They got him- was- They used him to get to the architect at the end, but I couldn't remember- Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because they need to get into the building at the end to knock out the power to do something like that. What was in the build? What? <laughs> yeah, I can't remember that either. I oh, really can't- had- I remember they had to invade the build. They had to get into the building. Yeah. So, yeah. like, okay, here's, here's how the movie read to me. And I'll be honest, I fell asleep a little bit. And, <laughs> and you're watching bit. it 1.3 speed. Uh, no, I watched, it, I watched all of these movies at one speed. Classic, <laughs> I watched them classic <laughs> speed. <laughs> I feel like you should have watched these at 1.7 speed to make up for all the other movies that you've watched at 1.3 speed. <laughs> no, I fucking wouldn't need to watch this one at 1.8 speed. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, so... The first half of the movie, there's a bunch of like, they have some kind of altercation with, um, Mistopheles, uh, <laughs> Mer- Mer- the Mercutio, the Merovingian. 
uh, I didn't really understand what that was, but they they chase him. Oh, they want the key master. Yep. The key maker. What? The key maker. Why do they want the key maker? They want the key maker because he can get them in somewhere. No, no, because the oracle says go. You need to get the keymaker. Oh, the and so Neo doesn't even it. know why he needs the keymaker. Right, right, but the right, keymaker right, right, just—they right, right. need to go get it's it. It's very convenient that you've got a character who can just tell someone to go and do something, and they'll do it. Mm. Yeah, okay. exactly. So the, or- it, so the oracle it's is hard like, to follow that okay, way. okay. So the oracle is like, hey, Neo, go get the keymaker, yeah. and he's like, why? He's like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> it makes sense. And then he does it. Why should I trust you? And then, okay, so then they spend the first half of the movie. Why should I trust you? Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a great guy you're a great guy <laughs> but I'm not sure if I should trust you <laughs> who was that Keanu Reeves hold <laughs> on uh, uh, yeah so they spend the first ha- half of the movie running away from uh, the French uh, and then and then, mm, oh, yeah. the, so they find out that Zion is being attacked by robots. Yep. Mm. And then, mm, oh, yeah, can't remember. Mm. Can't remember. What? Why? What was the, with the building? Do you want me to Google it? Yeah, let's just get up, just get up, yeah, right. get up the. You know, let's live, live do it. They have to turn off the Google. power or something they in order to, to get power. access to the architects. But room. why? So they know they want the architects. So I don't think they know, but the keymaker knows and stuff. Yeah. So this this movie felt a bit like um the that Hunger Games this like second that first part of the last Hunger Games two movies, Catching Fire Colon Part One. Yep. Where like other than a couple kind of like pretty simple plot points, um Agent Smith is back and he can multiply himself and he wants to take over the world and also the machines are like nearly at Zion. Mm. Other than those two things He's cut the rest of the movie. Mm. Mm. I mean, there are like some big, big old action sequences. Like they have this really, like it's probably like a twenty-five minute fight scene on top of a bunch of cars that are driving down a highway, which they built specifically for this movie. Wow. Um, I think, like, also to compare it to a second of a of a franchise. Mm. It's very similar to the Chronicles of Riddick because all of a sudden the universe just expands. So much yeah. The character count expands and all of a sudden. And it, it becomes like, like the mystery that was originally there and the kind of like small scaleness of the first one. Yeah. Like the, you know, they talk about Zion and you have this cool idea about what Zion is and then yeah. they show it and it's just like <laughs> fucking some shitty rainbow serpent knockoff. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's, it doesn't look like a so good place for kids. Everyone's just like stocked out from Ministry of Style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, the keymaker needs to help Neo get to the source of the Matrix. The source. He's involved oh, in so that. Oh, the architect hanging out in the source room? No, an architect I think is just... Yeah, but, but, but. So, so the Merovingian like has the, the keymaker and the Merovingian uh, Merovingian has the keymaker held yeah. prisoner. Yep. So that's why they go to him in the first place. Right. Uh, they uh, have to escape with him because, uh, and they fight. They fight Merovingian because he doesn't give them the keymaker. His sexy wife gives him the keymaker. Right, because so he wants. Steal, yeah. Because the sexy wife is like, gives me. Yeah. I'm Italian. Uh, reach the source. I'm a programmer. I'm an Italian programmer. Sexy Italian program. Kiss me, Neil. Kiss me. <laughs> kiss me on the lips like you kiss your girlfriend. So why do they have to turn off the power? Uh, they have to power. 
They have to. I think the door to the source is in this building that's under. So the source is in the matrix. No, the door to the source is in the matrix. But they don't make it to the door to the source. So the source isn't in. So he goes through the door, and then it's the architect who basically just loads on a bunch of exposition. He talks for like twenty five minutes in a really confusing way. Yeah. Why am I here? Yep. Okay. So that gets to the door, which he thinks is the door to the source. Uh huh. Um, because Neo's job as the one, as the mm. machines have created him, uh-huh. is to go in and use his free choice to go to the source, uh-huh. wipe out Zion, and reboot the Matrix and restart it. Because why, why, why wipe okay, out so, Zion? So, so the Matrix only works if people are given the choice to accept it or not. Uh-huh. As a result, a certain percentage of people don't accept it. Like mm, Morpheus, yeah. like Trinity, like all those people. Yeah. Mm. They don't accept it. So rather than, than uh, killing them or doing or the Matrix, like, shutting them down or doing whatever. Yeah. They let them go on because uh-huh. the Matrix is all about balance. Yeah. And that's the balance that they need to strike. Uh-huh. So, they all go to Zion, but then Zion gets too big. And once it hit, reaches a certain threshold, right, it needs they to have be to wipe it out and, and start, start again. the whole lot again. Because if it gets too big, then it poses a real threat. Yeah, or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, so, then... Uh, so, they tell this to the one and then he gets to make a choice. And the idea is his, his choice is that he goes to the source... Uh, and reboots it. So what is or the he source? Goes- is that like we haven't seen the source, have we? The source is the thing that it's the like the little baby head at the end of the third oh, one. Machine the City. The, the main. It's like the know, main the- AI. Yeah. I got to admit, I actually really liked that aspect of the story. Like it got a bit too programmy, coding, languagey as mm. well. But I I found like applying that to. You know, stuff I've learned with coding and stuff, sort of cool. Mm. Like I thought. Explain. How? Well, I've never Explain built a, why. I've never <laughs> built a network program where people log in and then there's like a virus inside. But I, I think that it's a cool idea that there's programs inside a big online network yeah. that sort of harm each other. The anthropomorphized and, uh, programs thing ruins a matrix. Yeah. See, I thought things like- the, uh, the Wait, you're saying just the human anthrop- programs? Yeah. I thought that was okay. Like, I can understand coming from like Agent Smith has to be in there to to sort things I out. I liked it when it was like the agents were the only programs mm. in the Matrix. And they yeah. were like, because the Matrix is just a place to put the humans so they can think, u- yeah. think and use their batteries. Yeah. And they have to have agents there to kind of like. Yeah. But why Why are all the other ones there? Yeah. And, my other, the other thing- and what do they do? Like, they never explain what they do when it, like, what this. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't explain really yeah. what their why, original why do they need to look purpose human? was. Like, if their original purpose was, I don't know, uh, to in- the, to design gravity. a sunset, to, yeah. you know, like at the end of the, yeah. the third one, the little girl's like, uh, um, Oracle says to her, oh, did you do that? He's like, yeah, it's for Neo. Mm. It's like, so there's already a program that does the sunset, what, I imagine. I just don't understand why they're in human form. Mm. Like, and also it kind of, it kind of bugs me that all the, the coding things have an anal uh, uh, in the matrix analogy. Like, if you need to get between the real world and the matrix world, yeah, there's a there's, train. There's a train, and the yeah. um, and the the guy who knows all like the because yeah. backdoors is a coding word, yeah. Isn't it? But I I, st- I like that because it was it was a, it was it was saying the rules the rules, and and you know Smith is wearing sunglasses, and if you punch him in the face, they will break. You know, they are still the rules of the program. So that's what I actually like, like it about it. It just seems weird that like, so you've got this super intelligent race of like 
artificial machine people, mm. but they still choose to live like yeah. people. Yeah. Even though they make it pretty explicit in the first one that, like, mm. you know, Agent Smith, like, hates people yeah. and, you know, mm. it, it just... I know that they had to make the Matrix bigger in scope yeah. somehow in the second one. And so they had to add, like, you know, some a layer to the mythology. But it was just so uninteresting. Mm. And, and, I think, and, and, and I think it was purposefully confusing. Mm. Like I, I, yeah, a little bit. I think that they, they wanted it to be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. But they knew it didn't actually make sense. So they just kind of like spun it in a whole lot of bullshit yeah but if you look at um smith going rogue as he starts to do at the end Mm. of the first one you know i can't really think of anything other than what an agent would have to do as opposed to fight the hackers yeah but these other programs have experienced a similar fate where they've gone rogue at some point yeah and then i i don't mind the smith going rogue thing i understand like i understand that they that he was like a good baddie in the first Mm. one they want to bring him back I don't know. I don't really know why they need to bring in, like, tell, say that the Oracle is a computer program and say that, like, like bring all these other, like, can't it just be that um, the Matrix is really off balance now because Smith is, like, fucking everything up? Do they need all the other programs in there? I didn't get the Oracle, really. Like- no, what was the purpose? Like, once you find out that the Oracle is actually a computer program that's part of, like, keeping everything balanced. Mm. What, what, why? I don't understand how a computer program can predict what humans are doing, even if they're inside your network, yeah. how, how it can do, do what she does. Do you think that when the Wachowskis were writing this, and I remember reading something when the second one was about to come out, mm. um, probably on like Ain't It Cool News or something yeah. like that. <laughs> um, but, probably in the newspaper in 1999. Well, yeah, it's probably in my subscription to Empire Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> um, that they had. Were you subscribed? I totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god! I was a movie nerd. Of course, I was. Um, but sitting there in your trench coat and stuff, <laughs> and, and glasses without, yeah, without arms. Oh, you know the other thing that I had? I had like you could get the screensaver that did the matrix. Oh yeah, 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 I definitely had that. Oh, I was thinking while I was watching, I was like, God, I wish we still had screensavers. So yeah. I have that again. <laughs> oh, so. Sorry, you can't let you finish your thought. What was I going with that? I've I've forgotten. So, as I was thinking, like, I used to have the screensaver. I I bought into the marketing for Reloaded, like, beyond the first one. Mm. I think that's when they ramped up the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, there was more... I remember what I was going to say. Go on. Sorry. Yeah, you go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. All I was going to say was, do you think the Wachowskis um, had all... So I remember reading something saying that they had always planned it to be a trilogy and it really doesn't feel like that. No, I read that the first movie took them seven years to write. Yeah. The second and third one together they wrote in four months. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Because, mm. I mean, the first one is- But, you know, your, your source of Empire Magazine in 1999 might have been a better source. It was like an interview with them and they yeah. said, you know, we always wanted it to be a trilogy. Um, I feel like people always say that. But yeah, totally. Because you don't want them to think like, oh, we just wrote some shitty yeah. sequel. And they're like, oh, that explains why it was so shitty. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, so the marketing for the mm. second and third, they clearly just knew they were onto a good thing. And like the, the PS2 game came out. And they, yeah, then yeah. like the Matrix Online yeah. came out. And the Animatrix. All stuff, yeah, Animatrix. All, that, all that stuff is like, it's, it's partly marketing. But I think it, 
I never really watched any of it, but from what I understand, it was quite good. There's a that stuff answers a lot of questions and pulls a lot of the stuff. Yeah, together. all that ancillary stuff is so much more interesting than the actual two movies. Yeah. The Animatrix is actually really good. Mm. Yeah, I agree. The Animatrix is awesome, and all the uh, the visual styles were great mm. and unique, and mm. it yeah. actually explains a lot about the how the Matrix came to be yeah. and yeah. how the r- robot is it, human is it war series? started. It's like series no, it's, it's so it's like a ninety minute collection of short animated right. films. Yeah. And then they're not chronologically ordered yeah, or anything. They just, they're just and so there's one story inside the Animatrix, which is the f- last. It's called the Flight of the Osiris or the Last Flight of the Osiris. Yeah, which is the ship that discovers the the Sentinel robot force yeah. that is is yeah. trying to drill its way into Zion. Um, and in the Enter the Matrix PS2 game right. is like one of the first missions is when you find a uh, like a disc yeah. and on it has the last mm-hmm. transmission of the Osiris right. that says the Sentinels are coming. So, you, when you're playing this game, you actually have- The context that doesn't exist in the movie. Yeah, yeah. a little bit. You know when they're all meeting with Niobe? Transmedia. Mm. Niobe's meeting with all the other ship um, yeah, yeah. captains and she's telling them- Basically, Old that knobhead. The- <laughs> it's at the start of the second movie. Who's knobhead? Stomach. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a little knobs knobhead. on her. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's a fucking knobhead as well. <laughs> Rib for her pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> it's studded. It's studded, man. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a good companion to. Mm. But basically, yeah, the, like I was playing that game and addicted to it. And there was even like this. What do you do in the game? So you, you run around as either Niobe or Ghost, which is the uh, Japanese guy. Uh, what Japanese guy? He's in it for a split second. He's sort of in the background oh, right. and he says like he's one really or two things. And, yeah. But you also see. What's his name? Goat? Ghost. So you see the goat simulator is what you say. (laughs) I played that, it's terrible. Um so you see their ship and their sort of version of um Link or Mm. um Dozer uh and he's like really smart mouthed. Mm. But it's funny because he gets a whole game to himself and I reckon there's like maybe an hour worth of cutscenes where he's being Funny and witty yeah. and stuff. I'd like to play it just out of just out of curiosity. Um, maybe I'll just go and watch some like YouTube let's plays or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm sure I still don't have it because I wanted to play it again. But um, yeah, it's weird because th- the way they've included those characters into Reloaded yeah. was like they're such tiny, tiny bits, yeah. and it's kind of just a shout out to people who've played the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And mm. to, but I mean, well, there's that one cool. character in um, the two sequels. Um, he's in the the uh, reloaded a little bit, and he's in more in revolutions. The little nerdy kid who's like in revolutions, mm. he's got the yeah. So where does he come from? He's though? in the animatrix. Uh. And in the animatrix, there's one of them is like about a kid who like uh, the agents are onto him, and from and he's the only one who's ever like released himself from the matrix, just like purely of his own, oh, like thinking about by it. thinking mm. about it. Um. So, is that a live action one? No, that's one of the animated little okay. Matrix ones. Because I haven't seen that for a while, but that seems so... I was like, what did I miss mm. yeah. when I saw that? Yeah, totally. totally. It was weird. It was weird to see. Mm. But that is, that is interesting. I remember the... This is probably... You were saying that they didn't... Actually, I'm going to talk about video games real quickly. 
there was another game that came out like f- f- quite a bit after the third movie. Mario Brothers. Mario, Super Mario, Mario 64. Uh, after the third one came out. It might have been like 2007. Into the Matrix? No, the Matrix Path of Neo. Oh, yeah. Which oh, is yeah. basically just all the big fight scenes from the Matrix. Yeah. I never played that. Yeah, neither did I. Was that but PS3? I was, I, two? I want to say two. No, it wouldn't be 2002. It would have been 2006. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I can't remember, but it was this game where you... Not quite a storyline focus, but basically, I think but the Enter the Matrix came out and everyone was like, well, why didn't we get to play the lobby show? Yeah, I want to be Neo. It was a reaction against not I think being basically able to play this Neo. game was that. So, while I was Googling about the Matrix, I saw, um, I'd stumbled across this thing, which was uh, the video of the end of this Enter the uh, Path of Neo game. Yeah. Right. So, you do, you, there's the fight against the 20 Agent Smiths and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You get to the end of the game and it stops and then there's a cutscene. Which is two of the chairs that need, that Morphe, the big leather red chairs that Morphe sits in. Yeah. And two little pixelated Wachowskis come out. Oh my God. And they oh. sit down and they chat for a while. Really? And they talk about. So, um, so wait, 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 wait. In game, in the game, in the game. So you get to the, the beginning of the last level, right? Uh-huh. The game stops. Yeah. White void. Yeah. Everyone you can go and find it. Yeah. Path of Neo ending or whatever you want to call yeah. it, whatever you search for. They come out, these two little pixelated witch come out, talk about a bit uh, about- <laughs> You know, the last two were about good, were they? <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, they say, so the ending of The Matrix uh, Revolutions yeah. is really just a lot of philosophical mumbo jumbo. When we know yeah. what you really want is for all the Agent Smiths to join together and form a giant Mecha Smith. Yes! That is what we really want! Of course it is! The last... last, And so they're like, yeah, so enjoy that instead of... So the last level of this Path of Neo game is all the Agent Smiths like jump on top of each other and they they suck up all the rubble from the fight and that makes his clothing and then he pulls a pair of sunglasses off a billboard and puts them on and fight him. Why does that happen? Because he, they all blow up. Well, this is the alternate ending in the game. Uh, this, this, okay. is, this is like, um, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I saw like a few scenes from it. This is like um Bollywood movie called like oh, Ro- yeah, Robot yeah, yeah. Robot something. Yeah, it's called something robot. Something yeah. robot. And it's it's basically that. It's yeah. basically like these like replicants of all the same person forming like yeah. just things and them battling. Great. And it is the fucking best the thing. Best and thing. that is exactly what the Matrix, yeah. Matrix yeah. 2 needed. Yeah. Well, I thought there was a moment when he was in the fight that- And in my memory, I thought he did that. Because there was a shot where Neo was on the ground and then he says, this is my world. And it actually looked like he grew to the size of a building. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is how it happened. But then- <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Then he was just normal size. Normal size so. yeah. No, that is um, totally what this movie yeah, needed. Like, yeah. Yeah. But I think I think it's interesting. Two things that I think the Matrix did before are that they were they were just the beginning of. First of all, the, the Wachowski said in that interview they said they always imagined it as a trilogy. Uh-huh. I don't think that's true. Yeah. But I think after that, if a movie as big as the Matrix came yeah. out from then on, it would be a trilogy. It was always a trilogy, or at least two of them, or you know, six of them, or whatever. Yeah. 
Um, but also that, that marketing thing, like the, the first matrix. The first matrix marketing was fucking yeah. amazing. And right at the end of the credits, there's the website and the password. Yeah. So you could go on the website and oh, really? like, find yeah. out all this sort of stuff yeah, and yeah. all pieced together. And I don't think anything. It was the start of kind of like online kind of, yeah, yeah. like, you know, the Dark Knight did it and all yeah. these other ones yeah. did it where but they it, put these clues out there yeah. for the fans. But it tied just, in so well with the, because of what the Matrix movie was. Yeah. Was about. Well, transmedia. Mm-hmm. Um, which is what the Matrix kind of did mm-hmm. with all the tie-ins yeah. and stuff. It's like was predicted to be the next big thing in mm. Hollywood for a long time, and it never really took off. Um, the idea that like a movie would exist beyond, yeah. uh, you know, what the actual movies were, and this is probably the largest scale version of that that actually exists. It mm. didn't really work. But mm. they definitely tried it. Yeah, it's. I think it's. I think it was successful because it seems like it was approached more from a storyline. Yeah, you like the the other one was. Did you guys ever watch? Um, yeah, that South- seems hard. To, sorry to do it as a storyline part. Yeah, like yeah, as like that way. It, it sort of takes away from the experience of just the movie. Mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Um, oh, so I was just going to say the other one that tried to do it, which was like even worse of a movie was, do you remember Southland Tales? Which yeah. Which is the follow-up movie to Donnie Darko from yeah. Richard Kelly. Right. Um, apparently to understand that movie, you need to read like, you need to go on the website and solve it's a bunch of really well. cryptic mm. clues. And there was like a six-part comic series yeah. that you had to read for it to make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> But after watching that movie, you just go, why would I bother? I don't, I'm not Why would I bother care. when everything is just terrible? Yeah. Although I do love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Should we take Dwayne, a break? Dwayne, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne the Bath. Dwayne the Bath. I'm drowning. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm drowning. Rock Johnson. <laughs> but it wasn't a walk. It was a walk Johnson. <laughs> Um, so, imagine if there was a movie which had the lobby fight from The Matrix 1. Yeah. Like the exact thing. Yeah. But upside down. Yeah. With really dumb costumes. For costume. no reason. <laughs> For, with really and dumb imagine costumes. if they took the weird fetish vibes mm. from the first Matrix and yeah. just turned it up to 14. Yeah. Imagine if they did that in a genuine real movie. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so to synopsize the Matrix revolutions, mm. uh, we conclude the mumbo jumbo with the Merovingian. Doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, there's some fight scenes. We're not done uh, yet with okay. the Merovingian. Oh wait, we didn't. Actually, so what happens at the end of the last one is Neo uh, contr- like stops some Sentinels with his mind mm. and then goes yeah, unconscious. But in, in the real world. He has power. In the real world. In the real world that you think he only has in the Matrix. Yeah. So, um, and okay, so when I saw this when I was a kid, I got so excited. He was my theory that 
you know how they were saying like you know the overflow into mm. Zion mm. that Zion that the real world yeah. was just a second, second matrix, matrix that they let you wake up into yeah. as a kind of catch-all mm. for the other people but uh, it's all fake anyway and yeah. he was realizing that the powers that he had in the real world was because the real world was just a matrix mm. as well and I thought the next one was going to be like what is the What's actual, the actual world? World? so if like thing. the first one was like you wake up and it's all this HR guy kind of really yeah. gothic looking stuff that you'd wake up and it would just be like some like just really clean like mm. you know um what because mach- i think if machines were building a world it probably wouldn't look like the world that the matrix makes it out look, look yeah that's like. a good point actually like it would probably just be like really you know clean and well organized good cable management oh, <laughs> the, oh, the cable management can you imagine um so that's i was super excited it's really neatly lined up into everyone's butt yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's every cable in every butt yeah all you need is one cable or yeah. wireless or bluetooth up into your just butt. bluetooth it right oh yeah just butts in the cloud um <laughs> uh anyway so the movie ends and neo um stops the sentinels mm. and kind of passes out and in the new one in the third one he wakes up and he's in He's back in the Matrix somehow. Mm-hmm. He's somehow willed himself back into the Matrix. Yeah. Trinity and Morpheus um, go and do that shitty fight scene that you're talking about <laughs> um, with all the fetish bear guys mm-hmm. to try and get Neo out. They get Neo out. Um, meanwhile, in Zion, uh, the 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 Squiddies are about to attack. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mounting their last defense. Uh, everyone's still dressed you know, like they're <laughs> some like nineties raid. Um The Oracle is got a new look and feel. Because the actress who played the Oracle died. Mm. Ah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Which so the Oracle actress changes to someone who looks very much like the original Oracle. Mm. Which I didn't get because they no. explain it in the context of the movie as saying like she needed to change and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like there was something she did intentionally. Mm. Wouldn't you change more? Like, wouldn't you just be like completely? It looks different? like yeah. It looks like they had a trouble, like trouble with the actor coming back. I thought maybe she just yeah. They had a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Yeah. Wake up! Wake up! Not like this. The wack. <laughs> the wack Ah, good one. <laughs> or uh, Wachowski sisters at this stage. Yeah. Do you know they're both transgender women now? Mm. Yeah, they they were twin brothers. Yeah, and yep. they both. Tra- that's both so interesting and weird. It is interesting. I find that almost more interesting than all three of these movies combined. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. It, it is funny watching, like, um, not funny, but interesting watching yeah. the the um kind of material marketing material that comes out around all the films mm. that they release yeah um and and kind of seeing how they you know look at each one so mm. i think mm. it was like in v for vendetta or, or whatever mm. um what are they what are their names they uh lily and lana and and yeah and they so, were it was andy and Larry. <coughs> yeah that's lily and lana yeah, so like in V for Vendetta, it was just like one of them started had long hair and wore high heels, and yeah. and yeah, it's just I don't know, it's seeing that that transition in a very public way is mm. something that you don't necessarily see all the time. Yeah, yep. Same things happening with um, you know that punk rock band Against Me. No, you heard of them? I've heard of them. Yeah, so they're this now they're for me. Yep. 
they're <laughs> they're like a reason they're they're like a pretty good punk rock band. They've been around for a, a little while, and their singer uh, had this like quite gruff sort of manly voice, and mm. then a while ago came out as transgender. And now his name is Laura Jane Grace, mm. but still has the same voice. Mm. But that's been, I think he did that on purpose, like publicly did it. Like he came out in a Rolling Stone article mm. and he's been like quite public about it. Mm. And a lot of his albums now are about that sort of thing. But it is an interesting thing that's becoming a mm. uh, publicly known issue. Mm. Mm. Well, like a, not an issue. Not a, well, it's, well, it's a thing that's happening now that didn't happen. Yeah, it's a thing that's much more public. Like, yeah. And that. Yeah, just imagining uh, a lot of kids growing up now with a frame of reference that, you know, mm. we would have never had, Yeah, basically. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. The media um, still interprets it in a very uh, negative way of just like, oh, look how weird Caitlyn Jenner looks now. Well, it is, it is a shame that Caitlyn Jenner is kind of like the spokes person for like <laughs> the Kardashians shouldn't be spokespeople for anything. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, getting sidetracked with uh, Yeah, we're, we were synopsizing. We were accidentally getting topical. Let's get topical. <laughs> topical. I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> we just got topical. Um, okay, so Neo wakes up. He's in the Matrix. They they go and save him. Uninteresting oh, fight so can scene. We, can I bring up that Neo gets put into the Matrix without actually being jacked in? Yeah, that's... that's Yeah. So he, like, wills himself yeah. into the Matrix. Neo can do that because the whole time his, his code has been shared with the Matrix. He's part of the Matrix. Mm-mm. Wait, what? Neo's... The point of Neo existing as the one mm-hmm. is... Um, so, so did, did they do- give him the oneiness? Do they like imbue him with that? No, I think yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't think they know though who he is really, or they maybe they just let him be. Maybe they let him be until he comes and does his thing. And the point that what he's meant to do when he sees the architect is he's meant to go through the door on the left, yeah. go to the source, insert himself his code into the source. Uh-huh. So he has some sort of code in him. Uh-huh. He's meant to insert that into the source, shut down the matrix, reboot it. But he doesn't do that because of Trinity and love and blah, 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 blah. So I think the point love. of him being able to stop things in the real world, stop sentinels in the real world, mm-hmm. is that he's kind of <coughs> one oh, one with the machines because they're all part of the same system. That's uh-huh. the wireless. That's the Wi-Fi 2.0. Yeah, thing. yeah. So he can... He- so the cloud, cloud buds... Yeah. Cloud butts, yeah, which is why he can't <laughs> he can see like um he can he can stop the sentinels because they're all they're machines and he's kind of part machine. Is he? But he can't um So he's got a Wi Fi router up his butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, I think that's the the idea. And that's why he can see it does when get- he can see when he's blind and he can see Smith, yeah. it's yeah. machines that he can like it's machine stuff that he can yeah. see. Mm. So he that that aspect because of the Wi-Fi router, that and everything gets gold as opposed to green. Yes, So yeah, so they they release Neo. Um, there's a bunch of dudes who like. Okay, so mm. all the all the robots are going for Zion. They're going to yeah. make their last stand. Uh, the only weapon that they have against the machines is an EMP, which yes. they make clear in the first one. Why doesn't Zion not have an EMP? Yeah, no, nah, they don't want to use it because they don't want to down their own systems. So they do have an EMP the whole time and no, they don't use it. No, no, they don't have... Yeah, that, it's dumb. It's a plot hole. 
That's definitely a plot hole. Well, they only have them on the ships rather than in Zion. Itself. Okay, that makes it makes no sense. Yeah, but no, what that because they could very was- easily defend themselves a lot yeah. forever. No, and no, no, why no. would they need defense if they can just keep putting off EMPs? Because yeah. like, well, if you kept putting off EMPs, you're only going to disable a certain range. Yeah, so every like- time the new ones come in. You pop off set. another EMP. Yeah, but if you pop off an EMP, you're going to destroy <laughs> any sort of computer or like- Do you uh, need a computer you- to do an EMP? Yeah, exactly. You do. So, you're going to kill yeah. the machine that's doing the EMPs for you, basically. Uh, right. So, you only get one pop. So, yeah. You get one pop and everything's dead around it. Yeah. So, the so whole thing the- about the port, they're complaining about, oh, you've just disabled all of the equipment there. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, they can't- But they basically can't- Use anything yeah. in that range. Yeah. But that makes the whole third movie pointless because most of the third movie is this defending the dock, this yeah. battle mm-hmm. from when the Sentinels try to come in. Yeah. So there's all that happening where- So basically- they're, Where they're obviously- There's too many Sentinels mm. for them to defeat with EMP or not, right? Mm. So there's all that going on. There's the Niobe and her ship trying to get back to Zion to yeah. set off the EMP, yeah. which will- Disable all the defenses and not kill all the Sentinels anyway. Yeah, all of yeah, it's true. It's all just pointless. No, yeah, but that, at that just- point they say, "Oh, you know the." Uh, I think the debate about whether or not the EMP should be used is gotten to a point where they've lost the dock. Yeah, and yeah. Ju- using it is is the, their last ditch attempt. Yeah, is one last mm. is going to do more damage than the one mech warrior that's left. Yeah, having that been said, as pointless, you're right. Mm. Um. Basically, everything that happens before that doesn't matter because it, it ends up having to all be up to Neo anyway. Yeah. Um, but in having said that, I did actually kind of enjoy watching this one again. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed the third one a lot more than the second. Um, one. I, I, so I, I went to watch the second one again, hoping that. Because I haven't seen it in a long time because I fucking hated it and I was mad at how much it like ruined my favorite movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you grumpily throw off your trench coat and sunglasses yeah, after yeah. coming out of the movie. <laughs> you lied to me <laughs> in the trash can. <laughs> the Matrix isn't cool anymore. Um, I need an exit. <laughs> <laughs> Operator, I need an exit. Someone give me a blue pill. <laughs> I know that when I eat the steak, it's, Matrix is telling me it's juicy and delicious. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like when I see the movie where everyone delivers every line in the Matrix like a whiny teenage boy. Not like this. Not like this. Not like this. Damn you, Cypher. <laughs> no one can be told what the Matrix is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Greek. <laughs> ah! uh, what was it talking about? Uh, Can't remember. Yeah, third one is not as bad. Oh yeah, yeah. So I, I, um, I went into the second one thinking yeah. I haven't seen this in like, you know, basically since it came out, yeah, yeah. ten years at least. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll enjoy it now. Maybe I'll like, understand it a bit more. Not even understand it more, but now that I know how shitty mm. it is, maybe I'll be able to go back and rewatch yeah, it and enjoy yeah. it with a sense of irony. Yeah. Um and, and and watch it separately from the first one. Mm. And I watched the second one and that didn't happen at all. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. It was just really bad. But the third one mm. I I did have that experience. It yeah. was fun. It was like just stupid dudes in like mech suits shooting yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting jigman mm. what's it's just it's- one of, it's just one of those things where it's so it's 
disappointing, more like the first Matrix was so um it was so groundbreaking and yeah. it was so different to anything else. Yeah. And it was so influential. Yeah. And it was so great. Yeah. But the second and especially the third one, it's just the same as every other movie. Well, I disagree. I think but- that the scale of the attack on Zion stuff in the third one yeah. is that was pretty new yeah, and different yeah. when that came out. Like, I, suppose- I, I think that was my problem with the second one is that it was basically a series of scenes that they already did in the first one, mm. but yeah. just more so. Like, there's a scene where, <coughs> you know, ten guys are shooting at Neo with bullets yeah, and he stops, and like, he stops instead of stopping, him, yeah. like, you know, nine bullets, he stops a hundred bullets. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. Just like the third one, just all this stuff with the, like, the Council of Elders and yeah, all that, of these that costumes. Stuff. Yeah, that's the and the, that stuff was bullshit. The, mil- the military commander Listen, against everyone. Zion is really lame. Shit. Zion, it's like, you have this idea of Zion when you watch the first one yeah. and then they show you Zion and, and it's fucking lame. So it's lame. really, really it's lame. So lame. Like, if the first movie was, like, punk and heavy metal, the yeah. second movie is just, like, shitty trance. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. like, ugh, bad. But, having said that, mm. I kind of enjoyed the third Matrix movie. Yeah, so did I. Uh, the first, the first maybe half an hour or something when they're in the Matrix, mm. not so good. Mm. But once they get into Zion, and even that big like final battle with Hugo, just Hugo Weaving is Hugo great. Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving is great. There's a scene where, so Hugo Weaving is taking over basically everyone in the Matrix. Mm. And the kind of like big person he wants to take over is the Oracle because she's got all this power. Mm. And he takes her over and then he just does this kind of like evil maniacal oh, laugh, yeah. which is so overacted, but just fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good moment. Mm. Yeah, I thought that the, the doc fight scene was really well done. I thought the graphics- They, helped, held, they, they held up pretty they well. They held up really Compared well. Compared to the second, second movie. One, they do not hold up that well. The- because I think you can make like, um, you know, robots look mm. cool, but like- Computer generated Neo. Yeah. That's looks the worst. like fucking terrible. His neck it doesn't stretch properly. Yeah. You know? When oh, he's flying. My favorite bit, sorry, in the second one <laughs> was just like so sometimes when they've got all the Agent Smiths, they do the, the you know, they actually have Hugo Weaving repeated. Mm. Mm. But sometimes when they have them all like just coming out, yeah. it's just stuntmen with, with like artificially yeah. receded hairlines. Yeah, yeah, and, my, and, yeah, and Hugo Weaving masks. Yeah. Like hundreds of Hugo Weaving masks. Yeah. Sometimes they were mannequins as well. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I thought they were all Hugo Weaving. Like I was trying, <laughs> I was pausing it and trying to find a non Hugo Weaving. Well, I think it's, I think it's quite quite easy to replicate someone if you don't have to have his eyes mm. so we've got sunglasses on and, we, and they're not trying to say anything if it's just a face and they're all just sort of looking around yeah in soft focus with their eyes covered mm. you can replicate pretty easy yeah um but the thing the, the that we're going back to the second one now but that fight scene where neo fights 100 smiths yeah there's a bit like it's kind the of pole like, bit the, the pole bit the, but just things like um, there's one bit where he throws one smith at a whole bunch of other smiths yeah. and there's the bowling sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, that was like, great. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, do they do they know that this movie is ridiculous? Like, yes, they must, they must. They must do. Because, I don't know, what you said about like the alternate ending from the video mm. game mm. just makes me crave that yeah. so badly because that's exactly what this needed. Yeah. Because... But then, but I reckon if that was the ending where Smith joins together and makes a Mecha Smith, I, that would be another one of my complaints that it's just the same as. 
Same as what? Like, that just seems, I don't know, it just seems kind of like a... But no, okay, so let's out. be honest. The first movie, it's great. Yeah. Tonally, visually, mm. very original. Yeah. Plot wise, it's, you know, Joseph Campbell Hero's journey down to a mm. T. Like it's very, very classic. Kind of like call to action, hero yeah, fun yeah. thing. Yeah, He's yeah, the yeah. chosen one. There's the Oracle, which is like, you know, mm. it's, like it's Star Wars. It's, you know, all of those movies. Yeah. It's not doing anything particularly original, huh. like plot wise. It's it's just the presentation of it that was like new, probably a lot of it because like it was coming from these you know, Wachowski brothers who mm. had just like a very different kind of like worldview, mm. um, and a different perspective, and you know bullet time and all that stuff yeah. was really cool too. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I guess it just felt like they were trying to replicate that in the later ones. Yeah. You know what it reminded me of, <laughs> um. The difference between Honey, I Shrunk the Kids <laughs> and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids 2. <laughs> there was something, uh, something in this movie reminded me of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids as well. But I Did you really? What, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. So Honey, I Shrunk the Kids 1 is great, mm. right? And it's great because it's like all practical effects. Mm. Um, you know, they, they eat a giant cookie and you know that that's a giant cookie. Yeah, yeah. And at some point between Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and... One and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids too. Mm. Like green screen became a much bigger thing, yeah, yeah. and and that sense of like awe and wonder is just completely evaporates in that. And the same thing happened with these mm. two movies. Like the first one, all of that bullet time, yeah, bullet yeah, yeah. dodging stuff is like actual people, actual stuntmen mm. with wires and cameras. And the second one's all just like you know um, computer generated puppet mech stuff. Yeah, but the fighting's still, like, most of the fighting is still real. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of scenes where, you know, where Trinity is part on of a motorcycle mm. and she jumps off. That's still real. And it, the, the way they've composited it doesn't look fantastic. But yeah. all the body, like, aside from Neo flying. But there's I think just something about, like, as soon thing. as you know that some of it is fake. Mm. Yeah. You kind of, it kind of discounts everything because yeah. you kind of like anything impressive is like oh it's probably fake. Yeah. But when you know that none of it is, it's like wow that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to mention the um the, the, I want I when I was watching these I wanted to play Enter the Matrix. I also wanted to log into the Matrix online, but I unfortunately found out the servers have been closed. Mm-hmm. They got closed a few years after. Uh, they opened yeah. because apparently there was only like 200 people playing. All right. <laughs> um, and Sony or whoever had the rights and was um, paying for the servers to mm. stay on, put a, a an update to everyone and just said, not like this. Ah! And just turned the whole <laughs> thing off. Pull the plug. Damn you, Sony. <laughs> but so after revolutions, mm. the Matrix is still intact. Like- we don't know if Neo's alive. We don't know if Trinity's going to survive. No, no, Trinity's, Trinity's dead. dead. Neo. Neo's dead. Well, I think, I think is, there was... I think in that Matrix Online, or there was some sort of continuation... Yeah, apparently there was. Yeah, yeah that Neo... Does he get downloaded into the Matrix? I think his mind is somewhere in the Matrix, but his body is in a coma. I think that's where it ends. Uh-huh. Um, so, he's kind of... I think the, gen- the consensus that I could gather is that he exists... He's He's been downloaded into the Matrix and he kind of exists as like a god. 
and you would see him every now and then in the game, maybe. Mm. Um, I got a question for you. Do you think they would have made more money if they waited until now or around now yeah. to make Imagine a Imagine if the Matrix came out now. It, it, like, it is that era, isn't it? Like with yeah. Independence Day. I was wondering, maybe that, would you reckon they'd reboot it or do? I don't It'd be hard. I think. Yeah. So I you think it would be like a, a remake? I, I don't know. I think they saturated the market so much with their marketing and mm. like the, all the different stories. It's there if you They'd want it. They'd have to it. wait longer. Like they, they salted the earth. Yeah. Like yeah. how long was it between the Star Wars mm. prequels mm. and then the latest Star yeah. Wars? I think but that I mean, was like 10 years. But the, the thing, unless... Or more. Like it's very... And this is not to say that they wouldn't start it up again but it's very final like the end of the third one mm. well like the very- matrix still exists there's a truce now but that doesn't mean that everything's rosy yeah <laughs> you're not wrong mm. well i've got a- anything else to add no i have one small thing to add there's a scene towards <coughs> oh, uh, the end when uh uh, so similarly to how Neo can, can looks like he can control things in the real world that he used to only be able to do in the Matrix, mm. Smith manages to get his consciousness out into the real world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the person he inhabits... It does um, a great Hugo mm, Weaving Great Hugo Weaving Crazy well. Um, and he, uh, he kills a crew member, mm. right? Did you guys notice the voice acting of whoever it was who did the announcement to the rest of the crew that this... Uh, Maggie, her name is the character's name. Yeah. When she died. Mm. It sounds like someone has won a contest to like <laughs> win a role in the Matrix. And this is what they gave him. Because the way he delivers it, he's like, we have a problem. It's Maggie. She's dead. <laughs> <laughs> She's dead. Murdered. Murdered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's my last point. About it that. probably was that. Something I, like that. It was a lot of Aussie actors in this mm. one. And I reckon that it was probably just like someone on the crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that we was got a really problem, good. guys. Uh, Maggie, <laughs> she's dead, and uh, I think she's been murdered. <laughs> it's fucked. It is. Oh, it's fucking messy in here. <laughs> I reckon it was that guy that was in there that did it. The guy who was in a coma. Yeah, I I was actually really confused about that guy. How I had to go back and. Check mm. who was uh, absorbed into, yeah, like, who, who was, was copied before. Yeah, uh, because yeah. he was all matrixed up. Mm, and yeah. then when you see him in real life, I was like, is he just he's a got- rebel or something? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. I think it's pretty clear who he is. He's, like, cutting up his skin for some reason. Yeah, but he never talked. He didn't talk and make it really clear. I like when they were interrogating him and they're like, what was, what was all those cuts on you? And he's like... I don't know. They look self-inflicted. Oh, so good. Weird. <laughs> He's like, I'm not Agent Smith. <laughs> That's what you're thinking. If it wasn't me, then how could I not be me or something? <laughs> like, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Good mm. Hugo Weaving, man. Mm. Uh, so we've pretty much ranked him up already, but should we rank him up? One, three, two. One, three, two. Um, oh, you're going to be contrary, aren't you? Uh, I think... Yeah, one, three, two. One, yeah, three, two. it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be. So, I've actually got a loosely related recommendation. <laughs> okay, so 
In the 2003 MTV Movie Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember this. So the I start of every me. MTV Movie Awards, they do like a, a mashup mm-hmm. of the host inside yeah, a movie, yeah, yeah, which yep, is yep, like yep, a big yep, movie of the yep, year. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and it was hosted by Justin Timberlake and Sean William Scott. Mm. And so they put them inside The Matrix Reloaded yep. and- when I was watching, and there's a really funny bit with Will Ferrell. He yeah. is the architect in the end, <laughs> and he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah he's uh, kind of doing the, the same character as like uh, Zoolander, kind of. Oh, yeah, Mugatu. Mugatu yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and when I was watching Reloaded, I actually was expecting to see the Will Ferrell, yeah, all yeah. these moments <laughs> in it from yeah, this yeah. intro because I've seen it so many times, and yep. I'll post it to the, the Facebook group. It is very, very funny. Mm. I kind of want to watch it with you guys. We'll now, because it. I think after watching yeah, it freshly, yeah, yeah, there'll yeah, be some we'll chuck it on. lols. Let's do it. Mm. So there you go. That's um, my rec. I've got a really similar recommendation. I watched The Matrix, uh, the third Matrix with our mutual friend, Skill. Mm. Um, and after we watched it, she's like, okay, I've got to show you this thing called Computer Boy. Have you seen this? No. <laughs> so it's this 47-minute long um, Australian spoof of the Matrix, like Australian no budget sp- yeah. spoof, just like a bunch of like nerd friends who mm. got together. And I don't know how she like got onto this. This is like she had it on a hard drive as a in grade nine. Yeah. Um, it was just like something that was getting like shared around. Yeah. We went on YouTube and found it, and there's like two thousand views or something. <laughs> so it's just like super wow, obscure recommendation, really obscure. But like, if you want to go and see. A bunch of Aussies doing a really terrible kind of like naked gun style spoof mm. of the Matrix yep. with absolutely no special effects talent or money. Um, <laughs> talent or money. <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube. It's yeah. called Computer Boy. Yeah. It's and it's uh, it was actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> forty seven minutes though. It's forty seven minutes, but it flew by oh like it was. Did you watch it at one point three? Did you watch it at one speed? Yeah. Um, I watched it on classic. <laughs> <laughs> classic mode. Um so Cole, you know how you usually say you don't consume much new media? Mm. I've not consumed much new media. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Um so I'm gonna I did consume some new media, but I didn't like it very much. <laughs> so I'm going to recommend that you don't watch um, David Cross's new stand-up special, which is on Netflix. Oh. I know you guys don't like watching stand-up specials. I like stand-up specials. Oh, okay. I saw stand-up last night. Oh, did you? The first Who'd time you uh, The loosest Aussie bloke. Ah, uh. uh, yeah. It was- <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's got... He had a couple of funny jokes. It was, it was good. It was good, but... Um, I prefer his Facebook stuff, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he does like really bogan Aussie commentary of yeah. soccer highlights, which right. is pretty funny. That's yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Niche. Um, so yeah. <laughs> it's not niche. A lot of Aussies <laughs> between lot of are doing eighteen it. well, sixteen. What's to soccer? I don't understand. <laughs> um, Must be niche. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, Look at all his matrix material. <laughs> 
Um, David Cross's stand-up special, I didn't think was that good, but he had one really good. Here's my recommendation. I'm going to recommend you listening to me telling David Cross's, <laughs> David Cross's one joke and not bothering to watch the rest of the thing. Because everyone knows that someone retelling a comedian's yeah. joke no, no, is this the is, funniest yeah, thing yeah, ever. Yeah, this is, that, this is nothing to do with delivery. This is all content. All right, do so it. So he's doing, he's talking about tattoos. Uh-huh. And he's saying, I only have one tattoo. It's on my belly right here. It says, don't see memento. <laughs> okay, it's pretty good. How is that looser related? Um, you're saying because I don't, I, I don't consume Because usually, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, I'm sick of you guys not relating anything. <laughs> not, related, I'm usually, I'm related, Jack. Um, I, what, well, Matrix 1, 2, and 3, all on Netflix. Uh huh. No, it right. doesn't usually happen to us. All right. This is next week. You know, okay. 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 I'll season. give that to you. Yeah. Sorry. Bit weak. I'm usually pretty good. <laughs> uh, so, would you like to know what we're watching next week? Oh. Can, we give a, can you give us a red bl- blue pill Well, I was going to get you to guess, but free will is an illusion and choice is just not a system of control. So, I'm just going to tell Causality. you. Causality. Yeah. Um, and because it's going to sound like a choice- but uh, you need to realise that Callan already made the choice and oh. we're going to watch Weekend at Bernie's. Yes! Because yes! I've spent my whole life making Weekend at Bernie's references and I've never seen Oh, them. God, you are in for a treat, my <laughs> I'm friend. For a treat. I'm very excited. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, so join us in a fortnight's time. We'll watch Weekend at Bernie's. One and there's only two of them. Yeah, there's two. Oh, sweet, easy. Mm. Watch them on one point three. Get that done in an afternoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so until then, uh, jump on the Facebook page if you want. Uh, f- uh, Facebook slash groups slash franchise with that. Yeah. Or something. Franchise that dot com. Drop us a review on iTunes if you want. Mm. Send us a message. Say hi. And apart from that, just keep living your life. Yeah, really? just living and learning is um, all we can do. And thanks always for tuning in. Uh, we do appreciate it. We don't know how many of you are actually doing it. We know. <laughs> we know. We just try. And, <laughs> we know. Yeah, we just, we just live, live our lives. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> we just live our lives plugged in in, in blissful ignorance. Um, so, yeah, until then, I've been Jack. I've been Cal. I'm Cal. And we'll mm. speak to you next time. Bye. Bye. What is is it the blue pill or the red pill? He takes the red pill, right? He takes the red pill.